Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we were talking about Moses making the first mention of uh, God's book or the book of life or the book where people's names were written. We also mentioned about how God writes down things or has written down things or things were written of us uh, in that book. In Psalm 56, 8, it says, uh, Thou telleth my wanderings, put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are not they in thy book? And uh, the Lord had said unto Moses in Exodus 32, 3, The Lord said, uh, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. In Psalm 69, 28, Let him be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. Now we're going to look at the book of Daniel. Actually several other books. But uh, it says in Daniel chapter 7 verse 10. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousand, thousands ministered unto him. And ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him the judgment was set and the books were open now there are a lot of parallels that we can find between the book of daniel and the book of revelation now when we talk about the book and books that are written let's look at the first one uh in reality the tablets of the covenant, the tablets that had the law written in it, those were written on stone by the finger of God, or we can say by the Spirit of God. Uh, they were kept in the Ark of the Covenant. Maybe we can ask the question, why were they kept in the Ark of the Covenant? Just was just as the pot of manna was, and just as Aaron's rod was. Well, as we had said yesterday, if there is and there are books about our lives that have been written or are being written on a daily basis, we had asked the questions as to where are these books at, how are they kept, how are they stored, why are they stored, why are they kept. I mean, doesn't God know all these things? And then, of course, you know, we do have uh, the scripture even about Jesus at the very end when it talks about if all that Jesus had done, if all that Jesus had said, if all that Jesus had accomplished during his earthly ministry had been written down in a book, or books, it's amazing what the scripture says that there wouldn't be enough room for all of these things. Uh, it says in John twenty one twenty four, and this is the disciple which testifieth of these things, talking about John, and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now we have to keep in mind the word that he uh, just used, testimony, and there are. Also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written, every one, 
I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. We had said that things are written down in the form, in a, in a book or in a scroll or in a roll, uh, also as a testimony. We are witnesses of things, and many times they take down a uh, report of some type or uh, an individual that can write out, uh, write down whatever it is that, that he saw or has seen or explain it. So things are put in written form. Nowadays, things are stored in a computer or digitally. Uh, can be retrieved in a laptop, can be ret- uh, retrieved on a phone or a tablet. Uh, so many, so many ways for this. But if everything that Jesus did here, and John testifies of this, and the scripture says his testimony is true, that the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. And the word here for books is basically the roll. We would call it a scroll uh, or the bill uh, or the writing, the writing of everything that he did. And then the significance behind it. But yet we have been given the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John as witnesses as in the New Testament as to what Christ has accomplished what Christ uh, did while he was here on his earthly walk. And if just by those books alone, as we read and study them, we find so much uh, spiritual richness in verses that you have hundreds and thousands of people reading and millions actually studying these things. And to each one, there is something new that God is speaking, God is showing, God is is guiding in the lives of individuals. Well, can you imagine if everything that Jesus did and spoke uh, had been written down? Well, there'd be no end to it. But let's get back to the the Ark of the Covenant, the the law was put there. Now, it has been said that the reason for the Ark of the Covenant was because the things that were stored in it, or the reason things were put in it, was because of the rebellion of God's people, or the rebellion, basically. Uh, it was the manna because of the rebellion on, on, on demanding food. The, the rod of Aram was because of the rebellion that anybody could just minister before a holy God no matter what. And then, of course, the tablets, the first set had been broken. Another set had to be written because of the idolatry and the rebellion of the people, when you think of it that way. But also, the... The manna represented God's miraculous power of sustaining his people for 40 years out there in the wilderness. The rod that budded, it was a living branch by itself, separated from everything else. Yet it had leaves and flowers and buds. It had almonds. Uh, It was alive and it was kept there in the Ark of the Covenant. 
And then, of course, the writing of the law itself. That was a supernatural act of God given uh, unto Moses. Moses didn't write it down, but it was God that wrote it down with his finger. Now, the scripture also goes on to say that things that are written down uh, are written down for our our learning, for our understanding, according to the book of uh, Romans and uh, the book of First uh, Corinthians. It it identified that the things that were written beforehand were written for our admonition, for our uh, correction. They were written for the purpose of us not following the same example of the children of Israel uh, in the things that they did, but instead that we should learn. First uh, Corinthians ten eleven. Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition. And of course, we've already learned what that word uh, represents. It means uh, for our attention, for our warning, for our rebuke, upon whom the ends of the world are come, upon whom the ends of the age are come. So we have this uh, for us in that it has been given for a very specific purpose. And as I had men made mention in the book of Romans, we are also told <clears throat> that these things are written for a divine purpose for our lives. And that is that, you know, we should uh, read, we should uh, know, we should learn. Uh, Romans 15, 4, For whatsoever things were written before time were written for our learning that through patience and comfort of the scriptures, we might have hope. So there is comfort and there is patience that can come from the scriptures so that we can have hope in our lives. Having read that and having said what is said there concerning uh, hope, it's important to understand because there is a time coming when each and every one of us must stand before, as believers, the judgment seat of Christ. But there is also another judgment that is set, and that is the judgment of those that died without Christ. And uh, the scripture is very specific on this. It says in the book of Hebrews, in chapter number 9, verse 27, as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. And the word there that is used uh, for judgment is going to be the tribunal. Uh, the time of which the divine law is uh, uh, speci specifically uh, identified is going to be a time of either accusation, condemnation, uh, or uh, even damnation. But for those in Christ, it is a time of rewards. We were judged the moment that Jesus hung on that cross. We were judged with him. When he died, we died. 
When he arose from the dead, we arise from the dead in baptism. And then we will, just as he arose and uh, seated at the right hand of the Father, one day we will arise again, whether it's the rapture uh, or whether it is uh, being caught up together with him in the air alive. Either way, there will be a judgment. And many people have absolutely no hope in that judgment except whatever works whatever things that they have done on their own strength and their own ability. But in the scripture, we can find hope for us. We can find an expected end, a good end for us, that whatever God has done in our lives, whatever he has begun, he will accomplish it until the very end. In the New Testament, as I had made mention between the comparison of the book of Daniel and the book of uh, Revelation, we find so many similarities. And Daniel saw that there was going to be a judgment day. In the book of Revelation, we see in chapter 20 of the book of Revelation that there is going to be a judgment day. A day when... Uh, Everyone that has died without Christ, everyone that has perished without knowing him will stand before him and they will be judged out of the things that they did in their lives, out of the books that are written of them. And also the book of life is going to be written, is going to be open, excuse me, and they're going to see if their name is written there or not. Everyone whose name is not found in that book uh, is going to be punished and cast into the lake of fire. Now, we have in the book of Daniel, again, in chapter 12, in verse number 1, and this is about uh, what Daniel wrote, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to the same time, at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Everyone, uh, thy people shall be, uh, shall, thy people shall be delivered. Everyone shall, that shall be found written in the book. So once again, we have the book of life. We have the book in where people's specific names have been written down and or erased or blotted out, which, which is going to be part of the Day of Judgment. The book will be open. If your name is there, then that is your passageway into heaven. And the reason that your name is there is because you have believed on the Son of God. You have trusted. You have had hope in Him. You have put your faith in Him. And because of that, that has made it possible for us to have our name written. It's not going to be by our works. Our works as believers are for a reward that will either stand the test of fire or will not stand the test of fire. But as far as our name being written in the book, it is only because we have believed in the Son of God, we have believed that only by His blood can we be cleansed and washed. 
We believe that our works are absolutely worthless in themselves. His righteousness has been accounted to us. And it is because of everything that Christ has done and only Christ alone that we're able to stand before him and be accepted. Well, consider this as hope and comfort for us because many people will not have that hope and comfort in that day. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.